Hello you guys and welcome back to another episode of Girls Talk. My name is Caitlin. And I'm Abigail. And we are your very excited podcast hosts this week because we have two, that's correct, two special guests for this episode, which has been a long time coming since we previously had one of our guests on a lot on a previous episode. I said that so strangely, I should have practiced that. Dang it. Um but Caitlin, yeah, have- you've been uh, looking forward to this episode since the the start of the season. <laughs> yes, so true, so true. So we have Michelle and Aline Duflock this episode. If you guys want to say hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we had Michelle on an episode with Gabby last summer. And I just want to come out and say I listened to that episode again just to like prep for this. I am so sorry for that whole episode because I... It was so annoying, and I, I was listening back to it, and I was like, wow, I'm so drunk during that episode. I drank a whole <laughs> bottle of wine, <laughs> and I'm so embarrassed now. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I loved that episode. You were you were great. Not embarrassing at all. Happy yeah. to be back on the pod. <laughs> this time, I just have a cup of coffee. There's no alcohol. <laughs> I was going to say, it is early. <laughs> <laughs> 2 p- it's 2 p.m. is fine. I don't know. It's I quarantine. Champagne, so. I'd be drinking it. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so, I'm very excited to add Aline this time because I have become a huge Aline fan since I met Michelle. Um, oh, wow. So, you guys That's are my really favorite. That's really nice. I, I watch your YouTube videos all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> the support too. is incredible. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and get into life update. Okay, Abigail, take it away. Okay. Well, not much has happened this week as per <laughs> quarantine. Um, work has been a little slow, but the weather has been decently nice. So I've been spending like all morning kind of gardening, tending to my plants. And then last night I told Brad that I wanted margaritas. So he made Ooh. me margaritas, but then I swear to God, there was probably like three shots of tequila in each. And I got, I was so drunk last night. And I was like, this isn't even fair. Like, I didn't even do this to myself. Like, I just consumed what you gave me. It was so bad. Did you not taste it? I mean, not really. Really? Yeah. It was just, yeah. And I was praying to God I would not be hungover today. And I'm not, thankfully. But it was rough. (laughs) I drank a whole bottle of wine last night. Well, good for you. (laughs) Honestly, big quarantine energy right now. (laughs) So true. And then, this is going to sound so dumb, but I made these, like, coasters for my coffee mugs, but they're in the shape of, like, a miniature rug. So they're mug rugs, and I'm just so beyond ecstatic about that. Um, That sounds so good. Cute! I love Fantastic. that idea. <laughs> Mug rugs, please. Yeah, I know. The marketing right is just spell. adorable. I'm su- I support. I support this endeavor. Oh, thank you, thank you. And it took like 20 minutes to make one of them, so like I'm just gonna have them all over wow. my house now. So, yeah, that's my life updates. I want to apologize in advance because I have a lot, a lot of shit went down this week. I feel like I haven't had this crazy of a week in like a year. So I think I talked about this on last week's episode, 
or maybe the one before that, but I'm looking to move to Washington this summer. So I've been like applying to jobs, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was in the running for this one job and they were like, oh, we're going to do like a background check and need some references. So I was like, cool, whatever. I have absolutely nothing to hide. Then I get a phone call like this Monday, I think it was. And it's the HR lady for this job. And she was like, hey, like, I'm just calling to let you know, like, we ran your background check and, like, it came back that you had, like, a felony or misdemeanor charge in Kenton County and we just wanted to know what it was. And I was like, I don't know what it is. What are you talking about? And I had to, like, get a hold of, like, the Kenton County Circuit Clerk, which was so hard because everything is, like, so busy or, like, closed because of coronavirus and, like, clear everything up, and they were like, you're not in our records at all, and then I had to, like, go back to this HR lady and, like, have her call them. Oh, my God. I was so stressed. I was like, do I have a felony charge I don't know about? I was so (laughs) scared. so scary. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, truly terrifying. I had a mental breakdown. That deserves a whole bottle of wine. And then... So, I'm awful, and I hadn't done my taxes yet, and so I finally, like, took them somewhere to get done, and I found out that my last employer did not take any state taxes out for Kentucky, so I have to pay them all back now, and it's, like, a $1,000. What? Yeah, I'm horrible. I just kept getting bad news after bad news after bad news this week. Oh, and there's more. There's one more. (laughs) There's more. (laughs) Then we got a note on our apartment door that was saying, like, oh, like, your lease is ending soon. Like, are you going to renew? But on it, it said that our lease ended in June. And we were under the impression our lease ended in July. And so we were like, oh, it's a typo. So we called them, and they were like, no, it's not a typo. When you signed the lease, it was June. And we were like, oh, my God. (laughs) We didn't see that. That's a lot. That's fine. That is a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of layers. (laughs) (laughs) That has been my week. (laughs) Let me tell you. At least it's been interesting, you know? (laughs) Not boring. At least I wasn't bored. (laughs) Um... Besides all of that bad news, I hit a PR for longest running distance. I ran eight and a half miles Get on it. Thursday. Wow. So proud. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. I really want to run a half marathon, so I'm taking this time to train. That's what That's I'm doing. Perfect timing, honestly. That's the move. Yeah. Well, you're like halfway there, so, you know. Yeah, I have like, I have to be able to run like, what, five <laughs> five-ish more miles so we're gonna figure it out I'm like still I'm like still kind of sore like my hips are a little sore but my my shins hurt so bad that night it was I was crippled I could not walk I laid on the couch all night well deserved honestly (laughs) yeah yeah, a strong move (laughs) um and then the only other thing I have is like really stupid but (laughs) right before this I was just like scrolling on Pinterest as one does mm-hmm. when they waste time. And I saw one of those ads for, like, a wedding thing, which I don't know why I get ads for that kind of stuff, but it's fine. And it was, like, an ad for a wedding hashtag generator. 
So I was like, LOL, I'm gonna do this. And so I clicked on it and put in my name and Sean Mendez's name because I'm annoying. <laughs> and it gave me wedding hashtags. And one of them was, it's Mendez to be. And I just thought it was so funny and so cute. I had to bring it up. <laughs> Mendez to be. <laughs> no, I'm like, damn, I just want to marry Sean Mendez. I have the hashtag picked on everything. Yeah, think of the hashtags, Sean. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'll stop being annoying now and you can talk to Oh Sean. my god, no, not annoying at all. That was an excellent update. Uh, thank you for sharing. So, hi, great to be back on the pod. My name is Michelle Duflock and I'm here with my sister, Aline. And we are, we're sisters, obviously, but we're also um, partners on our YouTube channel, Michelle and Aline. Um, we've been doing YouTube since like, what, 2013? So it's been a wild ride. And basically, we're usually based in New York City. We both live in Brooklyn and we're also roommates, so it's kind of fun. Um, lots of layers there. But currently we're in quarantine in our family home in Missoula, Montana, so it's been a roller coaster of emotions. Um, but usually we make like lifestyle content based in New York City and we're both like aspiring um, creatives in the city. I work in social media marketing in the beauty industry for a company called Daveness, and I'll let Aline talk about what she does in a little bit, but um, Aline, maybe Aline should talk about herself here, and then I'll go into my life update, so it's not... Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, Aline, what, do, what oh. do you do? What's your deal? <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks for the intro, Michelle. You're welcome. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, my name is Aline Duflock, and I am the other half of the referenced YouTube channel, Michelle and Aline. Um, almost at 20K, baby. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Wow. Uh, and uh, let's see, what do I do? Um, I also, as Michelle said, I live in Brooklyn, typically, when I'm not in um, hideout in Montana. And I am an aspiring actor, comedian, and writer. And um, I used to work at a restaurant, but no more. Uh, so I'm just, you know, chilling on unemployment in the mountains. So that is my deal. Um, Michelle, <laughs> you can talk about your life now if you, okay, if you like. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to me and my life. Um, I, I know, it's so weird. It's a weird time right now. Um, everything is just like kind of up in the air. So I guess what's been going on with me, luckily I'm still able to work remotely been working from home for I think it's been like what like six six seven weeks goes by so fast yeah. like time is an illusion truly at this point um but I've been really liking my job lately which has been a fun uh, change of events I, I had a little rough patch where I was getting like a little bit worn down like working the nine to five grind in Manhattan it was just like a lot so this has been like a good little break and it's been a lot about creating content which is my favorite aspect of my job so I've been getting to do a lot of video editing and photography and writing so that's that's been really fun so really liking my job currently which is nice and been trying to enjoy the independence of of working from home, although it can be rough and lonely at times. Um, I guess another aspect of what's been going on, um, 
Aline and I just got a lease extension, which has been exciting. Um, I know, Caitlin, you touched on your lease issue, which is very Mm. stressful. So we feel you there. We got a lease extension to um, July 31st instead of May 31st. So it's two months. And that means that we don't have to be in a rush to either sign for another year at our current place or to rush back to New York and move out of our place because we're thinking of moving to a new apartment that's just a little bit more affordable and a little bit um, more accessible to like Manhattan and the neighborhoods that we really like. So that's been really exciting. We've been doing some like uh, some general perusing of apartments on Street Easy, which kind of helps helps us feel more connected to the city, which is awesome, very necessary. And yeah, I think I think that's my general life update. That's been like what's been going on. We've been going on lots of nature walks with our family. We've been um, really feeling feeling like we're in in college again, being at home with our parents because Aline and I both lived at home throughout college, and it's it's wild. It's wild being back in our family home in our like childhood bedrooms and it's a, a true TBT for sure. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah, Aline, you can't go. Feel free, Aline. Amazing. Okay, fantastic. Oh, what a life update, Michelle. Thank well you. Well done. Good Good words were chosen. Um, I, uh, as I said earlier, I am unemployed. Um, so, you know, feeling, feeling my days has been a little, a little tricky. Some days are more full than others, for sure. Um, do I get out of bed before eight? Sometimes, but not always. Um, been baking a lot of bread. I'm really into baking. So this has been a great time because not only do I have just hours of, you know, endless time, but also... I'm not going to lie. The big plus is that my parents buy all the ingredients and I just make stuff and then I feed them and act like I'm doing them a favor. I'm like, aren't, aren't you glad that there's this pie in your life now? Um, so that's a big win for me personally. Um, but I'm also in the middle of trying to, to do more writing, take advantage of the fact that, you know, um, I don't have anywhere to be or anything to do. So I'm in the middle of writing a play, uh, which is, a, which is a, endeavor that I've been trying to embark on in the last like year or so so it feels good to be knocking that out um other than that um I did like a self-tape audition for this theater company in New York but we'll see if anything comes of that um I did that yesterday and yeah other than those things basically going on a lot of walks getting exercise in developing less boundaries with my parents uh we there's not a lot we don't talk about at this point because uh <laughs> we really got bored there around week six so wow when in doubt be like what are your sex problems parents <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh something that we oh definitely God, discussed yeah. at the dinner table last night so we 100 percent. that's everyone's homework <laughs> Yeah, we had a lovely like sex therapy, sex and relationship therapy session with our parents last night, and it was very interesting. Things got that's wild. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. I also we're not going to do that today. No. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Give the people what they want. (laughs) We may get somewhere close to it, but not nearly that deep. Anyway, that's my life update done, so. (laughs) Okay, well, if all the life updates are done, we're going to go ahead and take our short little ad break, and we will be right back. 
responsibly. <laughs> okay, and we're back, and we're gonna get started with all of these really fun questions. Great, because you guys didn't talk about this in your intros, so it's still a question. Um, I, we would be honored if you would tell us how you like started your youtube channel and like what made you guys think of doing it together and like not separately um because i'm not even sure i know when you guys started ah yeah yeah. an origin story (laughs) aline do you want me to start or do you want to start i think i'll start michelle since it was essentially my idea um oh shots are being fired (laughs) so basically back in the day if we can all just take a beat to reflect on 2013 what was in the zeitgeist Um, immediately what pops into my head was pitch perfect smash hit film anna kendrick a star (laughs) and basically the cup song had launched into the public um i don't know scene music scene on radio everywhere also every every girl and their and their friends and their mothers and their puppies were posting videos of them doing the cup song i took it upon myself to learn the cup song i felt very cool i was quite successful at it if i do say so myself and one day i decided that i was going to record myself on webcam and post it on facebook and then michelle came in and was just like playing and adding some harmonies and we were like "Ooh, that's some sweet sweet music and so (laughs) we decided that the tune would be better together because then also it would make it a little more interesting a little bit more original and so we decided to get to work now it took a couple tries but we got our cup song and then we posted it on facebook and as two medium popular people very lukewarm uh you know uh reputation in school yeah social status was a solid five um people people liked it people were into it and more than the tune they were also really into the bloopers and we realized that we had a certain je ne sais quoi uh together and we had good chemistry for two very awkward um well how old were michelle 15 and 18 yeah i I think i just turned 18 Mm -hmm. and so um people were like oh you should make more videos together and we had always kind of wanted to to make a YouTube channel, but we were worried about how awkward we were going to be. Um, not necessarily together, but separately. We had really entertained that idea. But then we thought, oh, but if we make videos together, the other person will be around to make the other one be normal and act like a person and not like a weird um, stiff camera persona. So then we just started making videos. <laughs> this was not what I expected at all. I love that. I know it's been a real journey. It's been a ride. Yeah, absolutely. It's very an, an unconventional track, but a great track nonetheless. Um, I think that we were really huge YouTube nerds at the time too. We were very into like the British crew, Zoella, Marcus Butler, Alfie. Like we were obsessed with them, and we I think we deep down all we wanted was to be like youtubers like them and Mm -hmm. i think we had a few failed attempts where we tried to do certain like challenges that they posted and it just didn't work out but once we realized that when we just were basically what basically when we realized that when we just kind of pretended the camera wasn't there and just interacted and had fun as sisters that's when we kind of like had the light bulb moment and realized like, hey, we could do this and it's probably less awkward if we do it together. So I love that. That's such a great story. And 
Thank you. I feel like usually like for like YouTube channels and stuff, like I, I feel like it's it's usually not as interesting as usually just people are like, oh, I kind of want to do this. And I love that there's like the whole like background story of like the cup song thing. <laughs> That's how it started. If it wasn't for that tune, I don't know what would have happened. And now this, I sound like such a creeper, but now you're all in your TikTok about the cup song thing makes so much more sense to me. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, no, that, that was what that was. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, because I, I follow you guys on TikTok as well. <laughs> I'm a huge TikTok person now. I remember, Michelle, we had talked about TikTok in our previous episode with Gabby, and we hated on it. Yeah, we're, we've all changed our, our tune since then. It's, it's the best. <laughs> um, okay, so this might be a hard one for you guys, but what <laughs> video are you each most proud of that you've created? Oh, my gosh. Aline, would you like me to start or you? You know, I started last time. I feel like it's only fair. All right. The, we can take range. turns as well, like switching this the up. Quality. Um, I have to say, like, there are so many videos that I look back on and and I, there are so many videos I look back on fondly, but I have to say one of our most recent videos that we posted had a very profound impact. And that <laughs> is our that is our um, truth or drink video that we just posted, which basically was just like a spicy Q and A. Um, and although it sounds light and fluffy and fun, I feel like we got very vulnerable and talked about lots of important issues at the same time. And we had such an overwhelmingly incredible response from that video. I think we were both so scared to post it because we opened up about lots of areas of life and lots of our opinions on certain issues that we normally don't talk about. We also, it was like, it was also our first time, like, it was also our first time talking about being queer online, which both myself and Aline um, are queer. So that was an exciting announcement um, mm -hmm. and obviously a lifelong journey, but this was the first time that we talked about it publicly. And so we were really, really nervous to post it and we thought we were going to get a lot of hate, but we got so much love from it and so many amazing comments and like messages of support. And it was, yeah, it was absolutely amazing. And um, I have to say that it's definitely a video that I'm really, really proud of. I also have to say I really enjoyed that video. I watched it the other day. Oh, oh. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So kind. And I also really like, I feel like the the style of filming and editing I also am really mm -hmm. proud of I spent so long editing that video I think a full week like every single day editing a little bit of that video and adding more elements and even the like creative artistic aspect of like the intro where we filmed like us making our drinks and trying to make it really artistic and adding little overlays and details I also really love that about that video and I'm really proud of how it turned out so I have to go with that one but there are so many that I look back on fondly I love that I can chime in here. I love that video as well. Um, but on a, like a different note, there's this one where we and Michelle go on a hunt to find the best chocolate chip cookie <laughs> in New York. And um, mm. I'm a big fan of it, honestly. It took a minute to edit and it is a, a, a low scale production, but a production nonetheless. And I am very proud. Um, also a recent upload, which was like uh, things to do 
what did you what did you, what's the name of it okay well, sorry let me go back um <laughs> so like i it. love this video but i don't know what it's called <laughs> i think <laughs> maybe hold on maybe just i mean i should just double check if i'm gonna be spouting spouting um names of things i don't want people to look it up and be like that video does not exist um so and I am gonna link these videos in the show notes so you guys can go watch them as well if you're listening and are interested in seeing them. Oh my gosh, thank you. Well, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Of course. The video is called What to Do, See, and Eat in New York City, the Ultimate NYC Travel Guide. And um man oh man, that took a hot second. And the bummer was that it took so long that by the time I finished it, we were in a worldwide pandemic. Um, and then, <laughs> then it was just uh, not as not as topical. Uh, no one no one should be traveling to New York City right now, and I suspect they won't be for a while. But uh, if if you know in twenty twenty one, and you're just buying those tickets and you want an itinerary, highly recommend. I worked very hard on it. It's so good. Aline did an amazing job. It has lots of like great. Um, b-roll footage cutting back to like different vlogs and our adventures in the city so 10 out of 10 would recommend and also great job Aline I have to say oh thanks <laughs> okay um moving on to the next question so this one is you guys can both answer but I just know that Aline I know you like to cook and bake a lot I don't know if you do Michelle oh, yeah. but the question is <laughs> where <laughs> Where or how did you learn to cook or bake? And what is your favorite thing to bake currently? Oh, my gosh. A great question. Very personal. Thank you for asking. I feel like it's tailored to me. So that, you know, it's broken <laughs> my try. show, right? She, yeah, she thank you. <laughs> um, when did I learn to bake? Um, I was very young when I developed what we call a sweet tooth. Um, and I think I just was like, these cookies are great when I was like eight years old and I was like I want to make these cookies and that's basically what happened I was also the youngest in a group of like a cousin crew um me and Michelle lived next door to our cousins in Chile so we always did a group hang all the time all of us and I was the youngest which also just sometimes left me a little bit more excluded not a ton they were great at welcoming me in but it was hard to like carve out an identity and that that and it was hard to carve out an identity in the dynamic a little bit um and so I think I would just like count down the minutes to when like it was three o'clock, which was like my baking time as a child. And I just would like get out cookbooks and cook on my own and some things would turn out and some things would not. But like, I remember when I was 10 years old, I got my hair stuck in the electric mixer and Michelle had to like come and get it out. Oh my God. I know. I could have straight up gone ahead. Yeah. So, you know, I, when I, I didn't wake up and suddenly be like a culinary wizard, there was some missteps. Um, so yeah, uh, basically just being, being young and having a hobby and just buying cookbooks all the time. And then when we moved to America, I was like, what is this cookbook scene? This is insane. And just trying on different things and learning different skills. Like I remember being 10 and just like casually whipping up like a like a French lady finger and being like, for you, mom. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the cooking part came in later when I was in college and wanted to like kind of start eating healthier and I didn't know how. And then it was just like, oh, I can roast vegetables. And then from there, it just kind of snowballed. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, now here I am. Uh, my favorite things to bake, honestly, a real dark horse in this whole baking journey has been pie. I never used to be a big fan of pie, 
Um, and then one year, my mom messed up our Christmas pie, and I remember just being really irritated. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. I love her, and she is a genius, and I've learned so much from her over the years. But this specific year, it was just, like, atrociously bad. And I was like, you know what, Mom? You have a lot on your plate every Christmas day. I will make the pie from here on out. And then I did. And turns out I have quite the knack. And so, um, yes, I love making pie crust from scratch and then making different fillings that I all just like make up. And that's a real joy. So pie. (laughs) (laughs) And pie is something I've always wanted to bake, but it just seems so difficult. It's it, the trick is to keep your butter cold. Honestly, that's what I would say to keep the crust mm. cold. And after that, like, it's just smooth sailing. <laughs> Good to know. Mm-hmm. I have to say, as Alvin's uh, sister and roommate, I am over the moon with this with this uh, relationship that we have because I get to <laughs> be the taste tester of everything that she makes. And it is truly a luxury to come home and quite literally have dinner on the table. It is a treat, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am Michelle's 1950s housewife, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's excellent. Um, if we want to talk about my cooking uh, journey, <laughs> I, I have a few recipes that I have mastered. One is soup. I'm really good at making soup. And two is banana bread. And those are my my two top recipes in my repertoire that I whip out again and again. And that is They're the really end good. Of my cooking um, <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, I feel like everyone's making banana bread right now. And I have to say, I've been making quite a few loaves of banana bread and my roommate has been greatly enjoying it. I make a lot of chocolate banana bread. Yeah. There's oh, some nice. in the kitchen right now. And I also made some banana donuts, which apparently are amazing. And I have to make again because she asked me to. So, Oh, wow. That's going to be happening soon. Um. Yes. I attempted to make sourdough and my sourdough starter just, you know, it never worked. So I had to throw it out after like a month of (laughs) trying and failing. Oh, no. Oh, dedication. (laughs) How sad. To be fair, sourdough is one of the hardest breads that you can make. I know. I I dove into the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, if I'm going to make bread. You should try again. I should. (laughs) I should. Yeah. I'm in the mood to like bake cookies today or do something like that. So might be on my radar. It's a good way to spend a Saturday Plus, I'm in charge of making dinner tonight, so who knows what I'll come up with. Cookies for dinner. Yeah. There you go. Honestly, yes. Brad doesn't eat sweets, so... Oh, Brad. You know, he wouldn't be too happy, but... Yeah, he doesn't eat sweets, and it just drives me crazy, because then, like... I'm forced to eat the yeah, entire batch. Of that would be that would be the issue. <laughs> yeah, forced. Quote unquote, like, yeah. No, I will say there's a big plus to being quarantined with like our whole family because now when I bake, it's not like, well, who's gonna eat it? Oh, there's only me available <laughs> now. There's multiple people, so I I feel that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, so gr- I grew up in a house where like everyone eats sweets. So if you made like a batch of cookies that made five dozen, like you maybe eat a dozen to yourself, but it, you weren't stuck eating all <laughs> five dozen. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> so moving on from food to love life. Ooh, Ooh fancy. Um, what a pivot. I know. Yeah, I wrote these Kayla in a wants weird to order. know. <laughs> <laughs> <You> did. <Honestly. laughs> 
<laughs> so we're big about uh dating apps tinder bumble you know the whole shebang um that's how i met my boyfriend caitlin is now back on the tinder train yes um but we want to know what um are some of the funniest or crazy online dating messages that you've had she specifically requested tender but we yeah. will be open to all Any platforms yeah. farmers only you know all of that if you need a if you need a moment i can read a couple of mine <laughs> from recently please, please share <laughs> um some of these aren't crazy they're just kind of funny um this happened last yeah you were night. you were saving one from last i week. was saving it was like an actual like story um, so I think I'm going to save that to when I have more time, but I am okay. going to share this one message that I got last night. So I matched with this dude last night and immediately, as soon as we matched, he started messaging me in all caps. <laughs> and if you have, if you know, if you have TikTok, you know where this is going. It's like oh. one of those like Vine things. I don't yeah. know if you guys know what I'm talking about. And it's like one of the Vine quotes and I'm supposed to finish it, but I'm trash. So this is how it went. So he said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Her sister was a witch, right? And what was her sister? A princess, the wicked witch of the East, bro. And then I was supposed to like finish it, but I couldn't. So I responded in all caps and said, well, a curse word. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to rate this one. But whatever. Um, <laughs> I said a curse word. And then I said, this is a TikTok thing and I don't know the next line and I'm trash. I'm so sorry. And then he said, you fail. Oh, I would not know what to do in that situation. That's kind of fun. I was, I was like, dang it. I just wanted to be in this dude's TikTok, but I don't know the answer. <laughs> what, just Google it? Like, Phil just copy everything i could have yeah i just thought it would be funny if i was just like i don't know the answer no true way more charming <laughs> way more charming for sure i also matched with an nfl player oh, oh okay mm. he was so boring <laughs> so i stopped <laughs> responding to him that's a big win you rejected an nfl, NFL player that's that's a big, he, big ego <laughs> i know i can say that now <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to find, I don't know if I have, like, a funny one off the top of my head. Mm. There was one dude that, I put this one in one of my tender TikToks, but he, he had it in his bio, he was like, let's make TikToks together, so I messaged first, and I was like, what kind of TikToks? And he was like, whatever kind of TikToks you want to make, and then sent another message before I responded and said, but damn, you got a nice bot, I'd rather make babies. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> No. Yeah, you shared that last time. In the, uh, oh, did I? I couldn't remember. Yeah. Mm, no, no. I don't have any other, like, really good ones. I'm, like, waiting for someone to match me and send me a good one. Honestly, just for the content alone, dating apps are great. Yes. <laughs> they really are. So funny. Okay. I ha I screenshotted a few to share, so I'm really okay. excited. Okay, I'm ready. Um, A lot of these are from Bumble, which you would not expect. Very off-brand for Bumble. However, <laughs> uh, I have, okay, let me, let me go through which ones I want to share. Okay. This one's sure that's a good one. This one's funny. All right. So this one is from Alexander. Shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they were? Yeah. Wild. So I said, this is one of my go-to pickup lines. Basically, my Bumble strategy or any dating app strategy is to have a certain opener that you use and just 
just copy and paste and send it to everyone because you oh you're that yeah, kind of person do I, have to, I, don't, I don't know especially in new york there's so many people that i don't have time to like send a customized um opener to all these mm-hmm. all these people out there um so one of my go-tos is what's your ideal way to spend a Sunday? I feel like it's a really good mm. one because you can tell a lot from what the person responds. Um, so I opened with this and Alexander responded, sleeping in, ducking, eating, and relaxing. So clearly there's a, a typo there, which I think yes. we can all, we can all uh, assume what he was trying to say by ducking. And uh, (laughs) to to which I responded, being the trash person that I am, ducking. Oh no, what are you ducking from? I hope you're okay. (laughs) This is the greatest thing. Did I receive an answer? Absolutely not. But I thought it was pretty amusing. And then the (laughs) last one I'll share is. Mm-hmm. I have it right here. This was a Thanksgiving themed one. I said, happy day of thanks. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side? To which he responds, oh no. Ass. Oh no. And that's it. That's <laughs> all he said. Ass. And then I say, Jesus. And he responds, I guess that's more of a dessert. That was really good. So I have to say those are my top two at the moment, but more will come. Yeah, That's they're amazing. horrible. <laughs> That's amazing. Aline, do you want to go next? I can't believe those are from Bumble. I know. Bumble is getting wild in New York City. Like, Hinge is the new, like, Hinge is the new, I guess. Bumble. Yeah, Hinge is the new Bumble. <laughs> it's the one that people who are more serious are on, but yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll tell this it's, it's it's very brief, but I think this is okay. the one this is the one that comes to mind. Um, I think it's even made its way into a stand-up set of mine when I talk about how um dating both men and women is like low-key a nightmare because no one's taught you how to market yourself to both sexes at the same time. Um and <laughs> I personally have to have like different dating apps set to different preferences. So like I have my bumble is set to men, my Hinge is set to women and my Tinder set to both so that I can skew the profiles and some, but like, I feel like most people would be like, that's just crazy. Just be yourself. But the answer is you can't just be yourself. Uh, that is not <laughs> what not you're answer, supposed to do. No, no, no. <laughs> because one time I set my, um, I set one of my profiles to everybody and it was my specifically my gay profile. So it was the one that I, that I send out to try to get ladies. And I said it to everyone and I was like, let's see, let's see what they, what this gonna catch. Um, and then immediately the first message that I get is from this ginger man with too much confidence who is like, oh, no. you look like you could beat me up and I like that. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. okay. And then I immediately switched it back to ladies. <laughs> <laughs> You got a little scared. <laughs> I was like, no, no. I thought I looked cool and yeah. like edgy and powerful, but apparently I look like a man beater. So <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. But I, <laughs> I once had, um, this is kind of related, but I once, one of my sister's ex-boyfriends once told me 
that he thought I could beat him up. And I was like, are you calling me, like, super buff? Or, like, am I scary? Or, like, what's giving off these vibes? I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird... Com- I don't even know if it's if it's a compliment. Like, I get what he means. Like, prob- the answer, too, is probably. I'm abnormally strong. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> all right, that's all I have to share. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was great. I'm so glad we asked that question. I so just, funny. The dating world is hilarious, honestly. The dating world is is a blessing and a curse. This is it's true. wild right now. Like people are really just still keeping on trucking with with dating apps, and there's some really interesting stories of people developing relationships via FaceTime, and I I don't get it. It's crazy can't no. mm. I had one dude ask me to FaceTime and I was like uh no yeah that would scare Sorry. me personally I yeah, don't get me I'm wrong so I think I would awkward. do very well on FaceTime but I think that I, I no, no. I get shy just with my friends that I've known for years on FaceTime I I don't know what it is so absolutely not with a stranger that I'm romantically interested in <laughs> like we have to start with just like texting because I don't want to like give away the fact that I'm so awkward in person, I don't have time to think about my thoughts mm. if we're going to FaceTime, so no thank <laughs> no. you. For me, too, FaceTiming feels serious because it's stuff that I do with, like, my mom, my best friends that I've known for years. So then I mm-hmm. think my my commitment phobia goes off whenever anyone's just like, FaceTime me. <laughs> this girl asked me to send her pictures of my pancakes that I made, and I was like, too serious, oh. and I ghosted her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I know. I'm a nightmare. Too serious. <laughs> too intimate. <laughs> Oh my god. That's so funny. No, I had this one dude opened a message to me by saying, he was just like, hey, how's your night? And I turned to my roommate and I was like, this dude's actually nice. I don't know if I like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's too easy sometimes. Sometimes we we like the games and that is the worst thing about us. It's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, I'm going to skip around with the questions a little bit. Um, I'm going to go to a different one and we're going to ask, what is an interest that you guys have that people who follow you may not know about? Oh, that's a good one. Michelle, you go. Oh gosh. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty, uh, pretty vocal about all my interests on my platform, (laughs) which sometimes I'm, sometimes I feel like uh, might not be the best marketing technique, but we're just going with it. I feel like my more artistic side definitely is is something that I might not share as much as I'd like to. I really love art and I grew up singing and playing guitar and like writing songs trying to be Taylor Swift for years and years and years. Um, mm-hmm. I love so it. those are two hobbies that I that I'd love to do more and love to, love to share more with my audience. I recently started getting back into bullet journaling, which I kind of put down for a while. And I guess it's more its more just like creative journaling than bullet journaling per se. Um, but that's been a really fun journey. I think in quarantine, it's been, it's been really cool to reconnect with kind of my childhood self and just have more time for these hobbies that I've put on the back burner. And yeah, I'm, I've been excited to dip back into like the more artistic side for sure. Your answer is so good. Well, thank you. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it's just that mine is, I I feel similarly where I overshare and I'm definitely just like, look at this slight talent of mine. <laughs> like, if I'm vaguely good at anything. <laughs> so, um, 
one of my interests. I mean, like maybe I think the thing that I'm maybe I'm more lukewarm about is probably like my passion for politics and history. I tend to like not not put that out as much as as I probably mm-hmm. do like in person. Like I'm really obnoxious to go anywhere in New York with because I'm always just like now the history about this park. The the thing is, it was corrected in and it's like shut up. Um, but anyway, I think that I don't lead with that very much. So that's probably one of my interests. Um, speaking of history in New York, oh, I don't have the thing anymore, but I found this out after we last recorded with Gabby and Michelle. I was reading a book about paranormal stuff, but it was like lore. So it was like true stories. Um, and apparently there are bodies buried under Washington Park, I think it was. Mm. Um, cause I remember I had like texted Gabby that and she was like, what? No way. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, that's a little fun tidbit for you. Terrifying. Makes sense. She's so old. <laughs> they had to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> true. All the cities, <laughs> like, true. Manhattan itself is quite small and there's so many people that it's like, where, where do we, where do you put everyone? No, but I heard that it's haunted. <laughs> the other day I heard that Washington Square Park was quite spooky. So. Ooh. Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Abigail. Is it, is it, okay. I, did, I didn't know if it was my turn. Go for it. Okay. This is a very strange question, Caitlin. Oh, no. That you came up with. I didn't come up with this. I found this on Reddit. I love it. Okay. I found this on Reddit. Okay. If you were no longer a person, but were a basket of four ingredients on Chopped, what would you be? I like this question. <laughs> I thought you I, I mean, it's a fantastic question, but like, it's so random. I just thought of like cooking. I was like, they they like to cook. We they they always have nice food. <laughs> yeah, nice we like food. food. My brand. <laughs> <laughs> Aline, you um, want to go? I were, yeah, I'm a big fan of Chop. This was my, my middle school show. Um, also, if it, I, for, for some reason, whenever I was trying to like... A, I don't know, make myself appealing to men. When I was in high school, I'd always bring up Chopped. I thought that was the way to, like, get them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Turns out oh was not, but a girl's got to so try. Um, so anyway, if I were a basket, probably, like, okay, my straight-up kink is Annie's mac and cheese. Well, mac and cheese in general, but I'm going to go with, like, in my basket, there is a box of Annie's white shells, to be specific, white shells. Um, a box of Annie's white shells. Some, like, I don't know, some store-bought chocolate chip cookie to integrate into your meal. Um, a vanilla bean, because I think that cooking with vanilla beans are so much fun. And then, I don't know, something crunchy. Let's go with, uh, let's go with... Hmm. pretzels done <laughs> that's my basket that's pretty spot on for you Aline I think thank you it's quite on brand yeah very on brand <laughs> although the store-bought cookie I I don't know if I approve of that answer well the thing is how you got the cookies is is kind of a mystery like they're just there is it an oreo like, no 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 they're chocolate is it a chips boy like, yeah, maybe it's a Chips Ahoy, but not necessarily. Like, the host would be like, chocolate chip cookies. Okay. That's all. That's all the information they would okay, give. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. My basket would be, I have to go with goat cheese. Goat cheese is one of my, it's my favorite cheese. 
and just one of my favorite foods in general. So goat cheese, maple syrup, maple syrup because I'm a breakfast gal, um, a Trader Joe's milk peanut butter cup or box of peanut butter cup. And it has to be milk, not dark. I'm a big milk chocolate gal. <laughs> and then to finish it off, got to go with something like herby or florally. So I'm going to say lavender. I'm a hoe for lavender. And I think it really represents my brand. So that's my answer. Great answer. Yeah, that is a good basket. I love that. Much classier than my basket, if I, I if I do say so. I have no idea what would be in my basket. I know dark chocolate would be probably some sort of alcohol. Oh, fun. Already I'm inspired. Yeah, let's do that's a, that's a great night. <laughs> that's like my every night, yeah. honestly. Hmm. Okay, I think we're going to do one more question because we're getting getting to the hour mark. Um, this one is kind of like a more like fun, not fun. This is a not fun, more loaded question. Um, so you guys both post a decent amount of like body positivity content. Love to see it. I'm here for it. Um, so I thought we could spend a few moments kind of talking about body positivity, what it means to you guys, why you like to share that kind of content, just that kind of love that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I mean, I, I don't want this to sound like a cop out, but I think that I, I feel some kind of responsibility to post the content that I wish that I had, you know, mm-hmm. when I was first like in social media, I also think that diversifying, I don't know, everybody's Instagram feeds is important. And um, I think it's really easy. I think I, from a young age, realized that it was really easy to kind of like pretend that I'm like, oh, I'm super conventional. I can pose in a way that Kim Kardashian says I should. And then I'll just look smaller. (laughs) And like, I take up less space. So um, yeah, I think that uh, I'm just, I think that I am attracted to the idea of like, even even leading with the person that I wish that I was in terms of like confidence, because sometimes I do not feel nearly as confident as I want as I pretend that I am on Instagram. But I, I think fake it till you make it. And like, if you want to like radically love your body, you're not going to get there by like hiding it away and hoping that people don't notice it. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think that's why also, I get the most amazing messages from people about how um I don't know seeing some of some of my content has helped or even just like simply existing and not shying away from like thinking that I deserve to have a voice (laughs) um how that's affected people especially younger women and younger girls um and that's really cool so yeah yeah it's been a journey (laughs) but I think that you know eh, do it do it for your younger self (laughs) so that's all that's a great answer, Aline. I feel like I just said that to every answer, but I surprised <laughs> you guys have been saying that back and forth all day. I, I, well, I love it. <laughs> it's important, your sis. Especially being in gassy's room. Yeah. Especially being in different rooms right now. I'm like, what's she gonna say? I can't look into oh, her yeah. eyes. Like, what's happening <laughs> on, on the other side of the wall? Such mystery. Um, mm-hmm. I guess for me, um, I know what an impact it makes when I see other people sharing body positivity content, like I could be going through like a really rough time and I'll go through and unfollow 
um, some people on Instagram that just don't make me feel really good about myself. And I'll start following new people who maybe I see myself in more or people of just more diverse sizes and um, backgrounds. And it just it makes such an impact on your mental health and the way that you feel about yourself. It is wild, like how comparison really does make you feel like trash. So seeing that content from other people does make me more inspired to like share my own story. I, I've always been like a smaller person and growing up, I was always like underweight. So I had this whole life of being like a at most size two size four gal. And I just didn't, didn't grow up with the tools to accept myself going through phases of weight gain and being like maybe more average sized of a woman and having to deal with that in my adulthood once I like moved to New York and I went on anxiety medication I just kind of like my metabolism started slowing down and there were various factors that came into it but I started gaining weight and being becoming more average sized and like dealing with all of these issues that I think a lot of women go through at younger ages, unfortunately, and like have to like um, develop the tools and the mindset to to handle that and the way that they interact with the world and themselves. And it's just made such a difference to to follow people who have similar journeys or who who are who are plus size or mid size and um, or who have bodies similar to mine and and love themselves and still have like killer outfits and amazing lives and amazing careers and like a great love life and it, it does just make such a difference to like see representation and I, I definitely um want to try to in- include that in in my content as well because it, it makes such a huge difference yeah I think that whenever we see the opportunity as women to unpack the narrative that our happiness is solely revolving around the way that we look I think that we should take it um yeah (laughs) that's all that was so well put yeah (laughs) thank you I could not have put that any better myself um because I have like very similar like views to like everything you guys just said I I really like scrolling through Instagram I learned I really like the hashtag um airy real just I just love airy as a brand like I love them so much and just scrolling through their their hashtag all the time I'm just like wow all these women are so beautiful and they come in all different shapes and sizes which means that I can be beautiful and that's just something that I like to do sometimes yeah um and I also really like the oh what's the other hashtag I like to look through average girl size that's a great one one. I think I found that because I think you like tagged it one day I stalk people's hashtags oh nice that kind of person no you know that's how I found out about average girl size too so no shame and then I there's one called I think it's midsize style or midsize yeah. gal. There's like a a UK blogger called I think her name is Midsize Gal, and I love her. She's amazing. Well, because I mean, th- talk about expanding your vocabulary already in in just social media in the social media world. I mean, if I growing up had had the words like average girl size and like midsize lady to be able to like latch onto and see like I don't know myself reflected in that in a beautiful and an empowered way, that would have completely changed the way that I saw myself. But instead, I felt like there was no place for me because you could you were either tiny or you were fat and we live in a fat phobic society and so then, you know, the world is just telling you spend your life on a diet. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, delightful i guess this will be my main hobby (laughs) whoa that's our dad 
Oh, okay. I was like, oh, who he's, is this man? He's out uh, Christian has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you guys have any more thoughts on this before we move on to the next thing? Oh, we can move on. So. Yeah. Okay, so we've kind of wrapped up all of our questions. Um, so that we come, we have come to the part of the show where you guys can ask questions you may have prepared or thought of to ask us literally anything. Um, and we're going to close out the show that way. So Ooh. we're ready for you. Ooh, okay. Oh, my gosh. So many options. Do you have a, like, okay, I guess my question for both of you is, do you have a go-to mantra or a quote or just thought process that's getting you this difficult time of a lot of like uncertainty and ups and downs i'm i'm really curious to hear Ooh, um i think so a couple weeks ago we had on um becca from uh de la plants and she's a planty youtuber and instagrammer and she made the comment that not every day is a creative day mm-hmm. and i think that is just like ingrained in me now because I do run my own business and I work in the creative space so it's like a lot of pressure to be creative all the time like all day every day but you know some days just aren't like that so I feel like I've definitely taken that motto to heart and I just like have like run with it so that. that would be mine um for me I like to say I'm a very I guess I'm a positive person. I, because my whole life, like, even when I've had, like, issues and all of the crazy stuff that has happened to me this week, like, in the back of my mind, I'm always just like, mm, it'll get better. Like, that's just kind of, like, the motto I've always had. I actually was, like, talking to this about my therapist a couple weeks ago because she was asking me how I was dealing with the coronavirus. And she was like, are you okay? Like, a bunch of the my other clients are, like, freaking out. And she was talking about it. And I was like, I feel fabulous. And she was like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess I'm, like, the rare person. But I just kind of believe that everything's going to work out for the better. And I guess I, I'm just blessed to have that mindset. <laughs> but I, like, even on days when I'm really sad, I just always tell myself, like, tomorrow will be better and if it's not one day it eventually will be better and I've just I've just always truly believed that so that's my answer that's awesome thanks so much for answering those are very helpful it made me feel very like positive and inspired to take on the rest of this weekend so (laughs) love that oh yay (laughs) you're welcome I guess okay all right, mine's going to be another self-analytical question, which is my favorite Fine. topic. Yeah, so um, I'm wondering, I mean, recently I feel as if I'm about to embark on a self-revolution. What it is yet? I don't know. It's just a hunch. I want to know, like, what do you think was the moment in your life where you made, like, a great change and why? Because I'm, I'm curious. Because I think that... We're always, you know, we're taught like we must stay the same. But I'm really, I love, I love looking at like growth and self evolution and like leveling up as people. Like, when do you think mm-hmm. was the last level up and why? Okay, um, I'm, I'm gonna go first uh, because mine was most recent. Okay, um, and this is really personal. <laughs> love that. Um, so go for it. I don't know if you two 
you don't, you probably don't know. I was in a relationship up until like a few weeks ago. Um, we broke up kind of mutually. I kind of started it though, because I realized that I wasn't actually like fully in love with him and he deserved better than that. I deserved better than that. And I realized through therapy with my therapist that I had continued to like stay with this person because I was convinced that like I had to be like a certain person. Like I had to be a girl that was like the perfect girlfriend and like was always like, oh, my boyfriend, I have to be with him all the time. And that, mm. I don't know, it was just kind of like, like, I have to be the perfect girl in society and that involves having a boyfriend. So I have to be completely, fully in love with this person and be happy with them, even if I'm not sure if that's what I really want. And when I realized I was like kind of doing that for like other people, I was just kind of like, wow, no wonder I'm not like happy all the time because I'm I'm not happy with this relationship. So like as soon as I like came to that realization and like kind of ended it, like my mindset has been completely different and I'm just kind of like, wow, like I'm never yeah. going to like date someone just for like the idea of like dating them, that kind of thing. And it's just like, it's truly groundbreaking. I feel like a changed woman. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. That's huge. That's I love stories like that and a hundred percent been there in the past. So I know how hard it is and congratulations. Cause that's, that's great. You're, you're like taking steps towards being your more authentic self and in turn happier so congrats yeah and the best thing was that like he was supportive of it too uh because I like explained it to him and he was like well you gotta do what you gotta do to be happy and if like this isn't what it is to make you happy then you gotta do your own thing and I was like this is amazing wow I wish any of my breakups (laughs) went that way (laughs) (laughs) I have to say it was the most amicable amicable breakup I've ever had yeah, sounds like it. Jealous. <laughs> Jealous of your breakup. Okay, don't raise that. Okay, no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I would say mine is probably when I moved away from home to go to college. So I was the, well, I was born and raised in Knoxville. So I spent like 18 years there. Um, <laughs> middle school and high school were really hard for me because I had undiagnosed anxiety that I didn't know I had but like it was very prevalent um and so I moved away to college and I was the only person from my high school to go to the University of South Carolina so I went and I knew nobody so that was like a big step for me um and then I feel like just in general college was just a big learning experience for myself because that's when I don't know. I just started taking control of my own life and I learned that I had anxiety and depression and I got that under control and I don't know. It's just it's it's been all like good things since since I moved away from home. Wow. So I feel like that's, that's yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's so great. What a nice like yeah. we love an uphill moment where it's just like keeps getting yes. better and better. <laughs> Yeah, so things are things are looking good for me. <laughs> Thankfully, not to brag, but things are looking super good. Love to see it. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, That's mine. did you guys have any other questions, or we would just want to stop at the two? <sighs> I think I feel like I have to ask something more lighthearted. Honestly, after that, after that one, where I was <laughs> deep like, thing, I was like, "Tell me the last time you had a self revolution." It's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh let's 
or we can leave off on just like tell us what you've got going on what you've got coming up oh Fun yeah stuff. yeah that's that's a good idea. Idea. yeah cool so what so go for it. yeah what, what do you guys have coming up exciting in in your life in in work life in youtube land and in, mm. in anything well um let's see <laughs> So, of course, everything is up in the air right now. Um, lots of uncertainty, which has been fun. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that after sharing our truth or drink video, we're really excited to make content again. I think we're re-inspired and we have noticed that a lot of our a lot of our vlogs have been just consistently getting the same amount of views and we're we're ready to shake things up and like try different um just try different styles of content, different subject matters. And I think we're just like feeling really good. I feel like I feel like we're feeling really inspired again when it comes to YouTube. And we were kind of just like doing the same old, same old for a while. And that feels really good. And of course, like being in quarantine, like there's no better time to create content and try different things. So that's something that I'm personally looking forward to to trying out more. Uh, yeah, same here. Uh, big fan of uh, of YouTube lately. I think that also quarantine has encouraged me to probably watch more YouTube than I have in a while. And I think that there's something to be said about being inspired by like fellow creators and being like, oh, wow, she's doing something so cool. Like um, the YouTube channel Best Dressed, I think like a lot of people know it, but she's an absolute like like cinematic genius in terms of the way that she like structures her videos <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. and I'm just like yeah and I'm like I, I've never considered making videos in that kind of way where they feel like real but also like a low low very low key low scale production but I'm, I'm very interested in that I think that YouTube's gonna be really important going forward for me personally especially since like one of my uh one of my outlets has always been theater and stand-up comedy and it's really hard to do those things without a live audience and when people can't gather so um that's a big question mark right now in terms of when I can revisit those but um writing you know writing is gonna be important you can write jokes you can write different pieces of your own and yeah hopefully gonna be able to put on my own performances by the end of the year if not we'll see you 2021 um but <laughs> or you could um, or you could use youtube to leverage that yeah, content so yeah somebody messaged me yesterday and was just like you should maybe consider like doing um like table readings or something like that like on youtube of your of of stuff that you like and i haven't really considered that before so it'll be interesting i think um unnecessarily that i don't know necessarily if i'm going to do that exact thing but yeah also low-key uh being on unemployment made me realize how little money i was making before like i'm one of the few people who's (laughs) economically yeah yeah yeah, i'm economically benefiting from this crisis and that doesn't feel quite right so um definitely gonna need to uh, go back to the drawing board on how I make my income once this is all over and figure out how I want to structure my life because truly since moving to New York I I have really been I've had a moment where I've realized like how much like having very little money affects like your personal freedoms like to be able to do stuff and um yeah not a big fan I don't know. We can cut this out. I, I don't need to talk about money. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my... A lot of people I know are making more on unemployment than they are in 
real life and like in their normal jobs and it's just insane yeah that's that's not right anyway Mm -hmm. um yeah so we'll see I'm excited to like get creative and find solutions but I felt more motivated in quarantine than I have in a long time and not in a toxic hustle culture way just in a just in a (laughs) (laughs) you you I've watched like what three videos of yours today and I think you said that in every video I just thought it was so funny like don't worry I'm not being toxic because I think people are always just like, oh, she feels like she has something to prove. I'm like, I never feel like I have anything to prove. I spent the last year, like, in my pajamas, I swear to God. Um, so <laughs> I'm excited to to be tackling some more personal projects yeah. going forward. And I think, I'm excited. I think we're, we're hoping, fingers crossed, that it'll be safe to go back to New York, like, June, July. So... Fingers are crossed that we'll be heading back to the city around, like, mid to late summer. And, yeah, we also, right before recording this, we're talking about, like, how much we love podcasts and how we are so excited to be on and how we just need to start a podcast already. So that might be our project once we're back in the city. And, like, obviously there will be lots of restrictions still for a while. So it might be the perfect time to, like, start that project. So we shall I will listen. Oh, thank you. I will listen. support. I will listen. I'm a true friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are all very exciting plans. Um, Abigail, I don't know if you want to mention the things that we ordered today. Yes or no? I don't know. Sure. So, Caitlin and I have been working on <laughs> so exciting. getting quote-unquote merch for our podcast we're coming out with new stickers which is very exciting but for us personally me and caitlin we ordered coffee mugs with the girls talk logo on them and our slogan so Um, so, yeah because our cover art does have coffee mugs on them so we figured why not who are we without Um, coffee nothing. nothing yeah exactly um so yeah we've got those coming i'm very excited to be drinking out of them when we record yes (laughs) that seems like a big win yeah i'm really excited we even had like someone i had someone dm me on instagram and be like i can't wait for you guys to get merch and i was like oh my god oh my god that's so nice that's so nice um but speaking of like the stickers and dms and emails and stuff um we had previously ran a contest contest what the heck was that word we had previously (laughs) ran a contest of sorts where if you had rated us on itunes we would send you a sticker um and we don't know if we're gonna do that exactly again yet but we may may do it again um so you know you should rate us on itunes or not itunes apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast because you know we would love that. I love reading the reviews and I love reading DMs and emails. And I'm going to take a quick second to read a really nice email that we got the other day and then close out the show. Um, so shout out to, I don't know how to say your name. I'm so sorry if I say it wrong. I think it's Layla. Um, her email says, Hey girls, I love your podcast and I just started listening today and I fell in love with it. I love your creativity with it and your laughter. It cheers me up and I love listening to it while I do my work. It's awesome. You are so sweet. We both like almost cried over your email. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Um, So thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. It was so fun talking to you guys. I wish we could talk longer because you guys are hilarious, but we've been talking for like an hour and 15 minutes. So it's going to be a long episode to edit. Um, Love that for me. (laughs) 
Um, and as I said previously, I'm going to put all of the, like, YouTube videos and stuff that we mentioned in the show notes below, so if you want to check any of that out, it'll be there, and all of their social media will be in the show notes as well, as well as our own, and if you want to get more updates about future stuff, maybe answer questions to be one of our future episodes, follow us on Twitter at Girls Talk Podcast without the A in podcast, or send us an email like Layla did, and maybe we'll read it on the podcast, and... <laughs> Yeah, that's all. <laughs> Until next week, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> bye. Goodbye, everyone. You guys can say bye. Y'all can oh. say bye if you Goodbye. Want. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. Thanks for Love listening. It. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.